Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. and welcome back to Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week's episode is brought to you by BarCast Audio. BarCast Audio are podcasts like audio lessons that will help you get ahead for the bar and even your exams. I personally have used the evidence in the con law packages and they've honestly been great. So definitely check out BarCast Audio if you are preparing for the bar or Well, we're all getting close to finals, so you probably should check it out. Also, you guys, I just recently got on BarCast Audio and checked out the 7 MBE pack, and it is full of lessons, outlines, flashcards. Honestly, if it were me and I was a 1L, I would get on this right now. It would be worth it. You can save it all throughout law school, and you can use it whenever you get ready to take the bar, just like double prepare, right? So use our code law at your checkout on barcastaudio.com. So guys, it's been a hot minute since we've just kind of sat down and recorded and talked to you guys. Obviously, we've been super busy. Um, 2L is no joke. Second semester 2L is no joke. And I think... um, You know, we're both feeling the effects of being super busy and feeling burnt out, but we're hanging in there. We are so, so close to it all being over. Not that I want it to be over, right? But it's like nice to know that we only have a year left. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you speak about the burnt out feeling. We didn't get a spring break this semester. And that's just really hard. You realize whenever you work nonstop for 16 weeks, um, it can really take a toll on you. So for anyone else out there, I know there's a lot of our listeners and Instagram followers and people that we chat with say like, guys, what do I do? I'm so burnt out. And honestly, that's why we post our Wellness Wednesday posts because we don't know what to do either. We've been working out like crazy. We've been, you know honestly working on this and the podcast more than we probably should because we're just looking for something that is gratifying and uh, creative and you know just an outlet that doesn't feel so stressful like it is when it comes to school. So if anyone else out there is feeling like that and is putting their hard work into maybe you know, hanging out with their dog more or their loved ones or their family or whatever, like I'm totally validating that. I mean, I get it. We have to get our 
shit together, it's finals time. But also that's the great thing about broadcast audio and YouTube. And so many of us have had recorded lectures. We can just go back and sit down and take that time. Um, and you know, I like to say too, that we can't use motivation to do it because it's just not going to happen. So use that self-discipline that we've learned and that grit that we've all had to endure in law school to be able to get through this process. So And once the semester's over and summer rolls around, I mean, it's just going to feel so great. So I know it may suck right now because it does suck right now, especially for you guys who didn't have a spring break like us. It sucks, Um, but it'll be okay. It always is, always has been. It'll be good. So we wanted to also kind of give you guys an update about you know, what's going on in our lives. So Haley, you're still working at your employment firm, right? Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit? I mean, I know you shared with us a while ago about things that you were doing, but since then, have you been able to do any new things or other things you've learned? So in my pre-trial litigation class at school, we wrote a motion for summary judgment, um, I found out that one of the younger attorneys in our office like hadn't even wrote his first motion for summary judgment. So I thought that that was pretty cool in the sense that I was already doing this in law school and granted his motion for summary judgment is way crazier in the sense that he actually has to find all the exhibits and cite to everything. And he had like 14 exhibits when I had to only have one affidavit. Okay. But I'm learning so much about writing and research. Um, I worked on an appellate brief and did a lot of research, um, involving, you know, constitutional law and individual rights. And I just realized that I love that so much. And, you know, first amendment stuff is something that I'm really interested in. And yeah, I just really love where I'm working. And I just couldn't ask for anything more. So I'm definitely going to work there this summer full time and just hopefully, you know, see some of my cases that I've been working on this semester, you know, come to a close. I actually had one that I've been working on where I was indexing a crazy amount of documents and it settled for a huge amount of money. So it's just exciting to see the cases, you know, come to an end and like really see the litigation process in full while also taking this class, you know? So do you think you're going to take any classes next semester that will kind of help you get more familiar with the material that you're seeing at work? Yeah, our school is offering an employment law class, so obviously I'm going to take that. Um, There's a few other classes like civil rights litigation that I was super interested in. Um, I have to do a lot of things to graduate this next semester because I kind of dropped the ball last semester. So I have to do like a writing requirement and there's one about constitutional thought. You know, I'm just kind of all over the place with what I want to do. But in my job, I've seen a lot of racial discrimination and there's a class about race and property that really sparked my interest just because property law is huge. It's in everything that we do. And just given the fact that I want to do civil rights and, um, you know, discrimination and things like that, I figured that that would be also a good class to look into. Um, And then there's even classes on climate change law. So there's really a lot of exciting classes being offered. You know, we get 
questions all the time about what classes to take. And, you know, I'm going to say this, once you've met your requirements and you kind of have a plan of what semester to take what, you know, it doesn't have to be set in stone or anything, but you can fill in those extra classes with things that really spark your interest. And, you know, that's what I would look for. And if, if there's something offered that's, you know, a once in a semester type of thing, take it. Don't worry about secured transactions or business associations or agency corporations, whatever, you know, focus on taking the seminar or the uh, class or the elective class that's not always offered. So what are you uh, going to take next semester, Samantha? As of right now, I haven't even looked at the schedule. So to be honest, don't know. I know that I don't really have many like things to check off my list right now. The only one would be like a clinic or externship that I have to complete. So we'll see what I'm going to take. Usually I always come up with my schedules like a day before and it usually works out. So I love that. So we wanted to talk about hurdles that we've experienced and roadblocks in the way and the scary feelings that we feel as young lawyers, as lady lawyers, as young people in trying to find jobs going out on our own, starting new careers. And we wanted to highlight some of the things that we've done and some of the things that you guys have done to really step out of your comfort zone and honestly be the strong, independent women or men that we know that you are. So with that being said, I want to shout out Miss Samantha for doing some really awesome things. She went totally out of her comfort zone and it has paid off for her. So I'm going to let her tell you guys a little bit about that. And yeah. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes. Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast for, you know, 
the past few months at least. You probably know, like I said before, Haley's at an employment firm and I was at a criminal defense firm. And I'm saying was at a criminal defense firm because I actually ended up leaving that job. So I guess I don't really know where to start. (laughs) So um, at first at the criminal defense firm, like I loved it. You know, I've always loved criminal law. So, you know, getting to see it all in action was great. Um, I do think that when it comes to going to a firm, you need to be really sure that the environment that you're going to be in is somewhere where you're going to succeed. And I wish that before taking this job that I would have given myself a little bit more time to make sure that that was an environment that I wanted to be in. Um, because as time went on and learn best and make sure that it's an interning internship experience that I'm going to actually get something out of because at the end of the day, yes, I'm getting paid to work for an attorney, but I also need to make sure that whatever I'm learning is going to benefit me because I'm a student, you know, I haven't started my career. I need to figure out what my career looks like. Right. So that's why you intern. Um, so I would say, figure that out before you accept a job, but if you've already accepted a job and you've worked there and then you realize that it's not for you, um, for me, I realized like I didn't see myself in criminal law anymore. Um, as of right now, at least I, especially in Oklahoma, I just didn't feel like I belonged in that uh, community, like going to court and literally only seeing older men being the criminal defense lawyers. And like the one woman there was the intern in the bailiff. Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel that I was like, you know, part of that sphere here. So I ended up telling my boss that I wasn't going to work there anymore. And it was probably the best thing that I could have done because ever since I did tell him that, and it took me a long time to (laughs) want to um, tell them I'm leaving. You know, when you get an internship, they say, stick it out, even if it's not great, you know, it's experience, right? That's what everyone says. And that's what we preach too. Like take, you know, take opportunities that you might not take you know, because you need the experience. But in this situation, there wasn't much experience I was getting, you know, um, it was just very limited and it's not the firm's fault. It's just, there wasn't enough for me to do for like what, for what an intern would need to do, you know? And I feel like there were times where you were just an employee, you weren't an apprentice, you weren't being mentored and you know, going back to what you said about the environment and making sure that it's the right environment for you, because she's absolutely right, guys. We're students. We are not employees. Our education comes first, and that's what you need to focus on when you are interning and going through this process. So, you know, talking about Samantha coming out of her comfort zone was one, yeah, her having to come to reality with that this might not be a good place when she is the most dedicated and hardworking person. And then tell them what you did after that. Okay. So I 
you know, tell my boss that I'm not coming back anymore. I give them a letter that if you guys need pointers on how to write a resignation letter, hit me up because we got it locked. We got it locked down. Trust me. (laughs) Um, so I do that. And, um, at that point, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be working at this place over the summer. So I got to figure out what I'm going to do over the summer. In my head, I'm thinking, well, if I don't get anything, at least I I can take classes, you know? So I had applied to a few jobs um, prior to me quitting because I knew that it was impending. Well, and you should do that. Yes. And you should always apply to jobs and try to have a backup plan just for me, the timelines of, you know, finals and traveling in summer is, it was just the best to leave now and not leave them hanging when, you know, when things actually got really busy. Um, so I had done some research on firms that I wanted to work at firms that had practice areas that I was interested in. So business law, estate planning, um, basically just civil stuff, you know, insurance law, stuff like that. And I found a firm that I really thought was cool. Um, and we'll see how things pan out, but basically Haley convinced me to cold email them and, you guys know me. I am not, I mean, yeah, I tell you guys like you should cold email people, but I'm the person who's not doing the cold emailing. (laughs) So, um, I had no idea what to say. I, I'm pretty sure my first email that I would have sent was, it was just bad. It was just not like they wouldn't respond. So she helped me draft like a really good email. Also, if you want that email, hit us up, we'll send you the template. Um, and, you know, I sent it. I said, you know, I really like your guys's firm. Um, I actually saw you guys visited my school and I actually spoke with one of the attorneys, um, at the school visit. So I made sure to mention that I spoke with them in the letter. I mean the email. And then the next day I got an email back from one of the attorneys and he's like, well, one of the partners. Yes. And he's like, want to send me your resume? And writing sample, and I'm like, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> and just so you know, when you cold email, like that's solidifying. Like, okay, we're interested in talking to you. If they ask for something, you know, if they respond back and they say no, at least you know that it's just not going to happen right now. But that's the perfect scenario. And like she said, she was so scared. She didn't want to do it at all. I mean, I've had to tell multiple people that that's the way you're going to get a job is to do this. And it's so scary. It's a sales tactic, you guys. That's where I learned that from. So it's not a law school tactic, (laughs) just so everyone knows. But it worked out and it it paid off. And that's that's the whole point of this, right? And it's just funny because um, this firm in particular, I had always pointed it out like as like... (laughs) This is so stupid, guys. Seriously. I had always pointed it out to Haley and everyone like uh, from the behind because like behind the building, you can't see the firm name. OK, I'm going to you can't see the firm name from the but building, it's right by our school. but it's right by our school. And I was <laughs> I would always say like, oh, my gosh, guys, it'd be awesome to work at that firm. It's so close to the school. Like, you know, like just saying like that'd be awesome. Little did I know that this is the firm that I've been talking about, like I don't know why I didn't put the two and two together, but so yeah, I have an interview, um, 
coming up and wish me luck. By the time this episode's out, I will have already taken the interview. So we shall see. Stay tuned. Maybe you'll guys get an episode about interviews and uh, the one. I, oh, the update. I've had to go on several interviews. So we definitely will talk. Once I figure out what I'm doing this summer, we'll do a whole spiel on interviews and jo- taking jobs and waiting to take jobs and all that. Absolutely. And I just want to harp on, you know, her talking about waiting and wishing that she would have waited. And I just want to say that from someone who has had a few jobs after undergrad, I learned that the hard way. And that's why I always try to preach, you know, give it a little time and like think about it. And I remember like when you were going through this process having some doubts and I should have been more vocal about it. But at the same time, like you have to learn, you know, and you have to experience that stuff for yourself and realize like, okay, these are some red flags that I should look for next time. Um, so if you guys ever want to have, you know, a private conversation about that kind of stuff, you know where to find us. And, you know, we're always open to zoom calls and, um, phone calls or whatever like that. Also, I think it'd be kind of cool now that I'm not at my past workplace. If you guys want to send us your like uh, law firm workplace horror stories, please send them. I would love to read those and share. Yeah. We'll uh, make something like that available. That, that actually sounds funny. So we also asked you guys what y'all wanted to brag about and what you guys were excited for. And We got some awesome responses, and we're really excited to share. So we asked you guys on Instagram to share your biggest accomplishments, your proudest moments, basically, like she said, to brag about yourself, because we are a community um, of over 10,000 people now, because we have 10,000 followers on Instagram, but we also have, you know, our Facebook group and all that. So our community has grown I can't even believe it. And we asked you guys to share this stuff with us because we want to celebrate you guys. You have supported us and we want to support you guys. And we seriously love it when you guys message us being like, I just got into law school at this place. And, you know, we love that. So keep on sharing um, any accomplishments that you guys get because we were, we will always hype you up. Seriously. All right. So. The first one is from a listener, and she said that she got a 92 on her midterm when the range was 98 to 20. Congrats, girl. (laughs) It's like, should I do that after everyone? Another listener said that she got an internship with a federal judge. Snaps for that, girlfriend. Another listener said... My class is filled with inspirational women beating the odds, me included. Hell yes. Another listener, an undergrad listener, said, finishing my undergrad thesis of 1.5 years of work. Hell yes, girl. And our friend Helen, love you, said, coordinating a toy drive through my student organization that had an immediate impact. That's so sweet. Ooh, this one's a good one. This is like getting out of your comfort zone. Another listener was told that her oral argument was the best her professor had heard in the class. Damn. 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 Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, another listener passed her LLI test. So Ooh. for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, in Oklahoma, in a lot of other states, it's kind of, I know some states call it like the third year practice card or something like that. Um, we call it the licensed legal intern and you just take a test, true or false. You make sure your character and fitness is approved and then you can practice under the supervision of an attorney. So that's what the LLI is. Another listener said that she made it through 1L fully remote in the wow. middle of a pandemic. Like props to, you. props to you, sis. Everyone out there that did this, like giant hugs your way. Another listener said, pulling a back to back all nighter to finish my open memo. Good job, girl. <laughs> I'm like thinking of myself, like trying to pull a double all nighter, and all I feel is like my eyes closing. <laughs> like I'm already tired just thinking about it. Oh, here's another one: tackling one L remotely and still managing to become a part of the pro bono society. That is so important, you guys, and like props to that because it's so important for us to use our skills to help people who really need it. Another listener got a full ride to law school. Congrats. That is, you know, that is the ideal situation, I think, for anyone going to law school. And we always say, you know, if you can get that full ride or the biggest scholarship possible, go to that place because it will be so worth it in the end when you don't have any student debt. Another listener said she wasn't in school this semester, but she was accepted to her dream law school while working full time heck yeah like oh what more could you ask for you guys another listener said she started a medical company in the middle of finals stressful but a dream come true talk about getting out of your comfort zone am i right Mm -hmm. um someone said that their family law midterm grind was a 99 percent which means they only got one thing wrong on there oh my gosh and then yeah um, someone else said, I managed to stay on top of my readings consistently, which was so hard, but so worth it. And that's a huge accomplishment, guys, because I know that towards the end of the semester, it is very hard to stay focused and motivated. So, so you go, girl. We had multiple listeners who just basically killed their oral argument. I'm loving that. Girl power. One listener said she received a Distinguished Advocate Award for her oral argument, and another one said that she advanced in the 1L moot court competition. We all know about 1L moot court competition, so heck yeah, ladies. We're so proud of you. Um, Someone said they participated in mock trial, even though they were terrified. This is another thing, like getting out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. guys, like it's public speaking. I've said this before. Like, if I could go back in time and take a public speaking class in college, I would have. In mock trials, like, your time in law school to do public speaking. So, that is great. Also, um, this other listener said that she did a hypo and she felt inadequately taught about it. So, she taught herself and then she met with a tutor and then she learned that she got all of the issues correct. That's such a big one because I know like so many of us experience that. We just feel inadequate about our knowledge, whether we didn't read or read well enough or didn't pay attention or the teacher just didn't teach it the way that you learn the best. And we all have to teach ourselves at the end for finals. And so, heck yeah, girl, we're proud. And we just, like Samantha said, we can't tell you guys how proud we are of you. And 
we just want you all to keep up the hard work. And if you're looking for the inspiration to even go to law school, listen to these ladies and all their brags. We usually only do the things that we know we can succeed in, but in reality, you can succeed in anything you put your mind to. So keep that in mind and keep up the hard work and finish out this semester. Some of you might have taken finals, might be in finals, about to take finals like us, and just good luck to you guys, seriously. Yes, we are sending you guys a big hug and, you know, strength, motivation, resilience, grit, all the things that you need to get through the last bit of the semester. Um, But yeah, you know, we're just really thankful for you guys. You know, you guys have changed our lives for sure. And, you know, we hope that just listening to this gives one person, you know, the motivation, the um, push they need. yeah, the push they need to do what they want to do for their lives, whether that's go to law school or, you know, go to grad school or do whatever, right? This podcast isn't necessarily just to convince people to go to law school. I mean, we just want to support you guys as a community and as people too. So yeah, if you want more, you can follow us on our Instagram. That's probably where we are most active. That is at Ladies Who Law School Podcast. We also have a Facebook and a Facebook group. Um, We'll link everything below. It's just easier for you to click on it than us explain how to get there. So definitely join that. Yes, you guys join our Facebook group. You know where to find us on Instagram. Reach out to us if you ever need us and we will talk to you again next week. Bye guys. Bye.